1991, I was the recipient of the ever so loving nickname, Tina Talk A Lot. Now, this could have stunted my extroverted self, but instead I embraced that name like it was my job. Almost 30 years later, that name still rings true. Here's the deal though, I actually really love to listen too. Someone once joked that this only happens on Tuesdays though. Now, I don't want to disappoint your expectations of the show, so we won't veer off too often, but on occasion, you will hear from people other than myself. This episode happens to be one of those. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Super pumped for today's episode. I have to give you a little bit of backstory. So I was working with my coach and we were chatting about next steps for me in my business and what it is that I wanted to achieve in the next, you know, one year, three months, like whatever, at any point. And I told her, I was like, you know, I really believe that the space that I fit in the best is in a confidence, working with people in, in their brand confidence, even specific, more specifically. And she goes, well, what, what um, confidence coaches do you know? And I was like, oh, I, I never even thought about it. Like, I'm usually just like a run forward, go person. And she's like, it might be a really good idea just to see who's out there. What are they up to? And I landed on some just kind of random search, you know, inside, I found a blog that said, Hey, here's the, um, I think it was top 10 confidence coaches. And I decided to just hit follow on, on their Instagrams. And it started to create a ripple of conversations. And so today I have with you, uh, Christina, you can find her on Instagram at be Christina. And I shot her a message right away. And I was like, Hey girl, see, you know, I see this is what you're up to. And we both have a podcast. And I said, would you, would you like to be on mine? And she said, yes. So thank you, Christina, for being here on the podcast and uh, uh, just listening to my crazy as I'm like, Hey, this is how I found you. And <laughs> all the I find that's so interesting. It's so good to know that our SEO actually friggin' works. That's amazing. <laughs> that like is so amazing. I told my team, I was like, oh my God, someone organically found us. This is so exciting. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm super, super grateful to be here. And I'm so glad that we connected. It, we seem to have a very mutual love of helping women, especially dive into their confidence, gain confidence, because if you don't know it yet, by listening to your podcast, confidence is everything. Confidence is the key to money. Confidence is the key to success. Confidence is the key to joy. Confidence, confidence, confidence. And I yell it from the roof. Yeah. I love that. I've been, um, I've, I've created a course. I'm in the process of writing a book and, and right now I'm dangling out there, the title contagiously confident. And as you were just saying some of those things, it's like, it's so true that when you're confident, it is contagious and it helps other people uh, be the same. And they're connected to you. Like the idea of you being more of a magnet because you're, you're confident. So I have another episode on the podcast that's called, um, what's your cheat code. And I reference this one a lot. It's just a short, quick little, uh, podcast episode, but the reason I reference it is because people will ask, Tina, how have, you know, I mean, they don't say it in like a condescending way. This sounds kind of bad, but like, how have you been so successful? Like, what's your secret sauce, you know? And it's not so much a secret. It's just the cheat code. And I bring this back to like the nineties, the cheat code is so like Nintendo era, but like you could have more lives and you could last longer. And you know, you achieved more with your cheat code. And I always tell people you have, everyone has a cheat code, but what I believe is that if you have your cheat code is confidence, 
like that opens up like every single door on every game on every gaming console. I'm so not a gamer, but I just love that (laughs) reference. Um, So I'm excited to dive in more to this. So I'd love to hear like, how did you get into this? How did you get into coaching women and, and talking about confidence? Like what was that one thing that got you here? Yeah, for sure. I wish I could just tell you it was one thing to be honest. <laughs> no, right. When I said that, I was like, I know it's more than one. <laughs> Newsflash. It wasn't just one thing, but yeah, if I can give you kind of like a quick two second recap. So I, um, when I was 18 years old, I always tell this kind of story and people find it funny. They're you're going to laugh a little bit, but like when I was 18 years old, I always say two things happened to me. One, I got good looking and two, I got good at golf and everyone always laughs just like you. Everyone's like, Oh, so funny. That's great. But what happened when those two things happened simultaneously at 18 years old is I became addicted to the external validation. So I was getting this huge wave of like, you're so pretty, you're so smart, your life is so amazing. Like I, you know, for those who don't know anything about me, I used to play professional golf, but I started playing golf when I was 18 and I got really, really good, really fast. I went to a college scholarship. I won five times in college. I played professionally, but between 18 and 27, I became addicted to the validation. I became addicted to the external everything. And what that did is it caused me a ton of self-worth, a ton, a ton of self-worth doubt. Um, I had a horrible eating disorder. I hated myself. I didn't know if I even had a purpose on this planet. I, I was really at my rock bottom when I was 27 years old because I was always living for that what I call that add a girl, that, that you're so great thing. And no matter how skinny I got, no matter how much money I made, no matter how much golf I was playing, it was never enough. I was addicted to that. And so when I was 27, I basically hit my rock bottom and I was like, I, I just witnessed, it was almost like something I witnessed outside of myself. I was like, okay, there's so many people that have way less than me, like outside looking in my life looked amazing, but there's people that have way less than me and they're happy. And so how is that possible? And that's really when I, you know, I've, I've never really grew up with faith, but now God and I are are legit, even though I say, fuck, (laughs) people (laughs) always laugh at that. But, um, you know, I found my faith. I found that, okay, I I was kind of at this moment where I was like, okay, I can't do this by myself. And that's really when I started in the self-development mindset work. I started hiring coaches. I started, you know, figuring out my faith. There was just a long, you know, I'm going to be 40 this year. And this has been going on for like 13 years. But what happened after the first three to four years is people started coming to me, especially women. How are you so confident? How do you make the money that you do? Because I was playing I was playing professional golf, but what happened was I started hosting corporate and charity golf events. So basically, long story short, what that means is uh, companies paid me a lot of money to play golf with their executives, but I was getting paid a lot of money. I was confident on the golf course. I could hold myself in high level conversations. I had clients who were billionaires. I was doing television. I had, I was starting to kind of take off and people were wondering how I was so confident. So slowly, but surely I started transitioning from golf into the coaching space. And now it is my mission to help everyone live in their purpose and make a profit and do it confidently. Like this is what I do for full-time for the last five years. And I'm obsessed with it because, you know, kind of like what you were saying, people, confidence is contagious for sure. And my clients for years, they've said, I'm borrowing your confidence in me until I can gain my own. Mm -hmm. And confidence is a muscle. Confidence is something that the more you use it, the stronger it becomes. And I am so passionate about this because I know for a fact, my life is 
frigging amazing because I decide it and I'm confident that I can show up to my life. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. I love that you shared the, like the whole, like, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing. Yeah. The one thing. So when you made the decision and I asked this for a couple of different reasons, I yeah. think sometimes we feel like we need, um, like, a certification or some sort of training or anything like that. When you took the step to go from like, Hey, I'm doing golfing, golf, golf, and I'm doing these charity events. I'm guessing speaking, doing some of that kind of stuff. And then you moved into coaching. Was there like a pivotal twist or anything that you did to go from here to here? Yeah. Great question. The answer is absolutely not. I've been ranked one of the top confidence coaches for years. I've been sold out in my practice for a really long time and I have absolutely zero certifications. The only thing that I know how to do is help people get results, period. No one has ever asked me what certification I have to do what I do. I just get them results. And oftentimes it's great that you have a plaque on your wall. And one thing I remember I was hosting a retreat a few years back And this girl kept at the retreat, she kept saying, well, I need the certification. I need the certification. I was like, perfect. When you get home, your very first action step is go pay the hundred dollars, get the certification. But you and I both know, I don't care. And I want everyone to hear this. There are so many people that are telling themselves the stories. I need more education. I need another certificate. I need the perfect website. I need the perfect brand. I need perfect funnel, all of the things. No, the thing you need is the confidence to go sell whatever it is that you're selling in order to change a person's life, period. That's what I did. I just had the confidence to keep showing up when it was hard, keep showing up when I didn't know what I was doing. One thing that I'll tell, and you know, you can look at this, whatever, the thing that I think I did better than most is I just invested in myself right off the bat. I have had a coach or a mastermind for the last five years, and I will never in my life exist without it. It is the secret. It is the fast track. My clients know it. My clients don't need me. My clients want me because they 100% know it is the fast track to success. If I've gone left and I know that there's dynamite when going left, let's figure out how to go right. Let's figure out what's in most in alignment to you. Mm-hmm. Goodness, that's awesome. So, I mean, there was no prepping beforehand for those that are listening. Oh, hell no. I did not know this. Um, I just had a feeling. And I feel the same way when I think about people that want the extra, right? So, um, I'm a big, uh, I love strengths. I love the strengths finder. I think it's super great. And whenever I come across someone that has learner or input in their top five, I'm like, Ooh, okay. So here's the issue that you're going to have. You're going to want to learn everything before you get started. And so that kind of moving people from here, you know, again, to here, to move them into like actual action, if they are in that kind of learner zone, if in, in my world of doTERRA, if they want to learn about every oil and every single thing that it does, you know, they're going to be, you know, retired by, <laughs> by the time they actually learn all of that. So I love that we're on the same page with, guess what? You don't have to have a certification or learn every single thing about everything that you're selling or doing. you just need to take the first step. So I love that. Um, what would you say is one of your favorite things when people come to you with, like, maybe it's a frustration too, but like they come to you and they're like, here's my issue. 
Um, and I guess I'm assuming too, that you're mostly working with women. Um, that I work are about 75% with women. So I have okay. a women's, I have a women's mastermind, a women's retreat, but I work with probably like currently, I think I take, I think I have like 18 full-time one-on-one clients. And I, I think about five of them are guys. I love working with guys too. It's just like yeah. such a contrast. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, what, sorry, go back to the question, but yeah, yeah it's about 25%. Pardon? So are they in, they have a business or are they? 75% of my clients are with me for business. And then about 25% are just there to decide it's their turn to live a happier life or decide it's their turn to like figure out their self-worth, self-belief, all of the doubts, insecurities. We, f- we fix those things because, you know, whether you call me a confidence coach, business coach, I hate the word life coach, but call me whatever the hell you want to call me. At the end of the day, I don't believe you can do business separate from life because you can be crushing it in business. But if your personal life is a dumpster fire, that's going to leak into your business a hundred percent. And so don't believe the hype that there's like one or the other. It always has to be both. Yeah. I love that. So what do people come to you with that? You're like, yeah, I'm so excited. I want to help you tackle this. Oh my God. I love it. Number one. I love the money. (laughs) I love when someone is afraid to make money or charge their worth. You know, back in the day when I first started, like my, my hashtag was worthy AF. You can say worthy, awesome female. You can say worthy (laughs) as fuck, whatever you want to do. I actually had a license plate, um, that said worthy AF on it. Like I'm this passionate about it because I just truly, you, even you and I were talking, um, before we turned on the mic that like when people pay, they pay attention. And I think oftentimes people don't value themselves high enough. People like are afraid, especially women. Women are afraid to charge money. I mean, we've all done this thing where you are a small business owner and all of a sudden you're like, okay, the service is a hundred dollars, but then someone gives you flack and you're like, okay, will you do it for 80? The minute you do that, you're telling that person you're not confident in your worth. You're not confident in the value that you can give someone. I never repeat, never negotiate on my prices. I know that I know that I know that I know the value you're getting from me is freaking unbelievable. And I do not negotiate on my prices. Now I'm always happy to like figure out a way to yes. I always believe that there's a way to yes. We can do payment plans, all the things. But at the end of the day, If I lower my price, your belief in me immediately goes down because you don't, I've given you doubt that I believe that I can help you for the price that I have quoted you. So ladies, you have to charge your worth and confidence has a big thing to do with that. If you're not confident in yourself, you may be confident in what you do, but if you're not confident in selling that, you are leaving money on the table. Yeah. And I think to relate this into product-based and I'll say even specifically within doTERRA is we have tiers of enrollment kits, people to, you know, get started. And so they start, you know, at like $150 and they go on up to like 550. So you can imagine the one that gets sold the most is the lowest. Well, what I always say is, is that actually what the customer needs is, do they need the lowest? Uh, Because I mean, you can imagine they're spending that extra, you know, $300, $400 somewhere. And if you know that they actually need, you know, somewhere in the middle or the higher one, then there's a, there's a step and a process you said, like a way to yes, like they will say yes to more if they know why that would make more sense to them. Here's the other thing I think I, I often find is 
you know, if someone, if there's a, a there's a specific kit, I'm, I love customizing things, but like people often just want to sell that one specific thing. And it's like, well, what if that doesn't apply to them at all? Do I think like everyone needs oils? Yes, I do. Um, but what if they don't need, you know, A, B or C one, they need, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so kind of customizing what that looks for, like for them. And I did that too. When I had my marketing design company and service-based is someone might come in and say, yeah, Hey, here's, you know, here's what I need. And we're like, Oh no, but this is my packages. And it doesn't like fit them at all. Helping them feel like you're going to provide what they want. You can still give them, you know, what they need. <laughs> right. Yes. I think that there's some, there's some uniqueness about we own our own businesses. We can do what we want in it. Even if you're kind of behind a, a product wall, like I am within doTERRA, you can still customize it and make it your own and don't sell yourself short. Like we've all been at the restaurant when someone's like, you know, Hey, I'll have a vodka tonic. And they're going to like bring you out a rail drink. I mean, I just can't even imagine being a server and not saying, Hey, would you like that with kettle one or gray goose or whatever versus being like, Oh yeah, here's your nasty, you know, crap that you're about to drink. Like it just is unfathomable to me. Like most people under pressure are not going to say, yeah, just bring me the rail. Like <laughs> that's just not going to be the option, right? They're going to want to upsell or they're going to want to purchase, you know, better. You should be upselling. So I just think I love that it. has a lot to do with confidence though, right? hundred percent. I mean, the, the chick at the bar who's making a ton of money is yeah. the girl who's going to upsell you from a bottle of beer to a bucket of beer from the, like you call it the bar, what are the rail, rail. rail alcohol? Yeah. To the back bar alcohol, like whatever it is, right. Like add the avocado, like how do you keep marking these up? Not because you're just trying to sell someone a bunch of shit. Like I know for a fact, I know for a fact, what I do is fucking amazing and I'm the best at it. So I will always figure out a way to yes for these people because I know that it's going to help them and serve them. And that confidence is the reason why I can sell basically a ketchup popsicle to a lady in white gloves because 100%, I know the value there. And I think that that's a big part of it. And that's the mindset part of it. You know, my whole brand, like my podcast, my brand is just decide it's your turn. Everything is decide it's your turn. And there's three pillars to the brand, which is decision, faith, and action. When you have all three, three of those things, decision, you've made a decision. Decision is no longer an option, like burn the bloody bridges. People say they made decisions all the time. You have not made a decision if there is an, another option. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, that didn't work out. She didn't buy it. So the decision wasn't made. No, the decision is I am going to help this person get to yes. I am going to provide the oil that like I know is going to serve them. And I'm going to figure out how to be able to sell that product to them. So like, and that's the faith part. Like for me, it's God. I don't care if universe doorknob source, you know, crystal, I don't care what it is for you. For me, it's that, but like having that faith that like something out there wants you to succeed. I always say in my business that you have a responsibility. I take it very, very serious what I do. And I believe it is my God-given responsibility to serve humans. And whatever it is that you're doing, you have a responsibility. If you believe in these oils so much, you have a responsibility to get these oils in people's hands. Like it, I just take it 
everything that I do that seriously. So you have a responsibility. And then the part that social media leaves off quite a bit is the action part. Yes, folks, it's going to take some work. And yes, most people won't be, you know, dropping in your DMs being like, oh my God, how do I buy millions of dollars from you? Or how do I do whatever? Like your job is to take the action, decision, faith, and action. Those are the three things that build confidence. And those are the three things that will absolutely change your life and business. So if someone came to you and was like, I, you know, I can't decide, I can't decide whether I'm going to go into this business or that business, or I'm going to step forward more here, um, or maybe even like their niche. I think that's something that people struggle a lot with. Like, I don't know who to decide who I'm going to work with. Can you just share with me like one step that you yeah, there's, Absolutely. There's three things that I always say. Number one, what is the thing that makes you as crazy as me? So right now my voice is spiked with excitement. I'm so excited that I get to talk to you today about this because I'm so friggin' passionate about it. So what is the thing that you're passionate about? What is the thing that spikes your voice with excitement? What is the thing that you would do for free? I am not getting paid for this. This is time away from my clients. I will do this for free all day, every day. So what is it you'll do for free is the second one. And then the third is like, what is the injustice that you see in the world? For me, the injustice I see is when people are not confident to live out their God-given purpose. Like end of story. That is the reason why I do what I do. Like I could be talking to a random person in the grocery store. If this comes up, I mean, my voice is spiked with excitement and I'm there all day, every day. I'm here for this. So think about those three things. What is it that, you know, what injustice do you see? what would you do all day, every day for free? And then, you know, what spikes your voice with excitement? What can you talk about? What do you get energized about? You know, like you said, my confidence comes through the screen or the mic or whatever you're listening to right now. I am so passionate about this and you're hopefully going to listen to this and you're going to feel it. You can't, you can't bullshit your way through that. Like, this is what I am excited about all day, every day. So find the thing that you're, even if you're not as crazy as me, (laughs) because I'm pretty crazy, but Find that thing that you're passionate about. Yeah, goodness. That even makes me think. So uh, I've been digging in with my coach a bit. I'm a really big junkie for all the strengths finder, Enneagram, um, human design, all of that. Like, If you can tell me more about myself and I'll be like, yes, I'm so validated. Um, I love it. So uh, in human design, my coach talks about it quite a bit. And she shares quite a bit, like I'm a manifesting generator. So if you're familiar with, I'm not surprised. Um, And one of the things that she, I'll get on a call and I'll be like, I don't know where to land. Like, am I coaching people? Are we helping people with their marriage? My husband and I love to do that. Am I working in doTERRA? Um, You know, where am I going and what am I doing? And I need to pick a lane. And I'm telling myself this whole story that is like mainstream, maybe more in business. But as a manifesting generator, like I could literally pick up this today or I could pick up that or I could pick up this and it works for me. And it was hard for me to finally realize like, yeah, that's totally cool. That's why my podcast is named Tina Talks because I can talk about marriage or I can talk about health or we can talk about, you know, like and like anything can be talked about on this show and it works for me. Might sound crazy to other people. It might, you know, like you said, what gets you excited? I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> like a lot of things. It's really fun for me. If someone stopped me, like you said, in the grocery store and they're like, Tina, can you please tell me like, what oil should I use for this? I'd be like, okay, you know, here's what you do. Or if someone came to me and was like, I'm really struggling in my marriage. I'd be like, okay, let's get my husband on the phone. Let's connect. Like, let's, you know, and so I love that you shared that. And for anyone that's not familiar with human design, I highly recommend jumping in. You can download the app. There's lots of coaches on it, um, but it is a really cool uh, platform to dive into a bit more. 
Yeah, for sure. And I totally agree with you. You know, one thing that like this online space teaches so much is to like niche down, niche down, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, it has pluses and minuses, but at the end of the day, I mean, you have to do the thing. Like I always say, never hire a coach who tells you that there's one way to do something. Mm -hmm. There's a million ways to do fucking everything. Like I can help you figure out, like I am the coach who's like, okay, cool. What do you love? What is so in alignment to you? And what do you want to do? cool, let's find a way, you know, like you were talking about that you do mostly one-on-one coaching. I do mostly one-on-one coaching and small group masterminds, you know, retreats, things like that. But there's so many people in the online space that would tell you that we're doing it wrong on one-on-one coaching is horrible. It's the thing that's never going to scale. How are you going to make money? Blah, 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 blah. Listen, at the end of the day, I fucking love what I get to do. I, my husband's successful. I I make good money. I live in Arkansas. Like, let's be honest. If I make (laughs) half a million dollars a year, I live in fucking Arkansas. I am happy as a clam. Like this is like, I don't need to make millions of dollars and have millions of followers in order to be happy. And I, I get my skin crawls when people tell you that you're doing it wrong. You have to find someone and you're obviously coaches very smart because you have to find someone who helps you figure out what feels best and most in alignment to you, because that's how you're going to be successful. And there's always a way to yes. We can always figure out how to grow and scale. My coach, for instance, my coach has a million dollar business doing, um, she has like 20 one-on-one clients. She figured out how to make a million dollars doing that because she takes a percentage of everyone's income. You know, she figured out a way to yes. And she has tons of success doing it. So there's always a way to yes. So find someone who's going to help you stay in alignment with what you want to do. I love that you tapped into the money number because when I had my million dollar year, it was the worst year. There you go. The worst year of my life. My marriage sucked. Uh, My kids like went to my husband instead of me when they fell down and hurt themselves. I wasn't present. I wasn't um, there even present for each one of my employees. I had almost 30 at the time. Like it was crap. And so here we put this like big, you know, thing. I think even sometimes, I mean, people do this even with reaching six figures, right? Oh my God. All of it. They like 10, 10, what is it? 10 K months or all the things. Oh my God. They're like, we are so blessed that this is an online, like I I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm totally like, I'm totally there. I like, I think it's so insane. I did a post years ago when posts were actually a thing instead of reels, but (laughs) I think it was like $194,000 is the average American doctor's salary right now in the online coaching space. It pisses me off to no end. Like my face is turning red. Um, Everyone makes you feel bad if you're not hitting seven figures or multi six figures. Are you out of your fucking mind? Doctors make $194,000 on average, and we are making astronomical amounts of money on in on a fucking computer. I have four. I have a team of four. I work from my house. I get to travel like I am so frigging lucky. And whether it's $50,000 a year or $500,000 a year, like You've got to figure out what works best for you. And trust me, when you hit, like you just said, you just said a million dollars, you're fucking miserable. Do not believe the hype in the online space. You have to figure out what works best for you. If you want to make a million dollars, fucking cool. Let's do it to where you aren't miserable. But Mm -hmm. like also too, there's no magic number that's going to make you happy unless you're happy. Yeah. Well, and you know, the idea that like, you know, there's going to be like a celebration in your honor and like a, you know, a parade and fireworks when you hit these marks. Like, I remember I was just like, 
okay, next, you know, and then, and then what, what's the next mark? And so it really left me, um, feeling like not, um, like kind of hollow a little bit. It was like, and then it felt really lonely. So my husband sent me this the other day, I was gone on a work trip and he, he, he never sensed like totally this verbiage. It was kind of like, I feel like really spirit aligned. Yeah. Uh, but he said, heavenly thought of the day, which is like, so not his jam, but I just thought it was cute. And he says, success is a result of work done in peace. Hmm. And he goes, he goes on to say, that's a lot to think and talk about in that statement. And I was like, you know, I probably would have read that online and scrolled past it and maybe like saved it. But when he said that, when he said like, that's something to like talk about and like unpack, I was like, Hmm, I wonder what he means. And he's like, I wish I had a date with you today. So we, I got home and I'm like, you know, I could unpack my whole week and my whole trip, but I really want to unpack what you like that statement, like, tell me more. And he goes, you know, the idea of success is a result of work done in peace. And he said, I can't even unpack that until I actually set what I believe success is. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh my goodness. So right. And so we got to have a really cool conversation on what do you believe success is and what do I believe success is in different areas in our personal life. We homeschool our kids, um, you know, just all the different areas. And then in our businesses, we're both entrepreneurs. And so let's set that. Like, what does that actually look like? And is it only money? Because to me now, I don't set goals like that on money. I can't. Um, If it gives me more time freedom, Yes, because that is like what our family is all about. Does it help everyone in my family live a more fulfilled life? Not just me, because on the path I was on, I'm building a million dollar business. It was, it was providing me with a cooler life. I was traveling all around. I was jumping, you know, going to hotels and hanging out with people. And then I get home and I was like, I don't like this. There's no accolades. Right. But Anyways, it didn't give everyone in my family a a great and powerful and awesome life. And so we sat down and like, Hey, let's, let's really define our family core values. So when I'm making decisions with my, with, for my business, it actually aligns with my family. It doesn't mean that there's like a ton of sacrifice or, you know, struggles that they have to go to through just because mom wants to hit her seven figure figure mark. So I just love that statement. I wasn't ever planning to share that out loud with anyone, but I just love that success is a result of work done in peace. And I'm all about it. If there's peace in my home, peace in my marriage, peace with my friendships, and yet I'm still making bank. Sweet. (laughs) Amen. Hallelujah. And you know, I know this is kind of a side tangent, but since you brought it up, I love the fact that you talk about your relationship on here. My husband, I don't know what your guys' situation is, but my husband and I have been together 19 years. He's been on my podcast many a times, and it is the number one thing in my life. We chose not to have children. Um, but it is the number one thing in my life and everything revolves. I would give this all up tomorrow. If that were the case, obviously like we are a hundred, a hundred in this, he is, you know, an entrepreneur as well. And he's very much into his own business, but yeah, like a hundred percent, like you have to create happiness and home. I have not always been like this. Like I said, in the beginning, I was a big dumpster fire and thank God my husband got on board and you know, there was a, he, I'm sure you get the same thing. Everyone always asks like, what's, how, how do we created this amazing marriage? Cause that's what everyone follows me for mostly. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but it's been, you know, a hundred, a hundred, and he's been willing to commit to creating an amazing life as well. And we both every, like, we very much like on a weekly basis, we create time for each other and success and what that all looks like. But every year we have goals together. Like what are our goals together? Because like you said, I mean, you can have a million dollars, but if it's ruining your family, oh my God, it's so not worth it. Not worth it. Not, not worth, it. worth it. Oh, I love this. I love where this conversation went, especially around the money topic, because like I said, so many people have that as their big old crazy goal that they want to hit, but don't act. They do not actually decide what's going to, what's going to fit around that, or they think that confidence is going to come. I thought that like more confidence was going to come with that number and it, it didn't happen. And so Love that. Now, one last thing I want to chat with you a little bit about is um, the action. So when you're coaching with someone, I know coaches work a little bit differently. Sometimes when you're coaching with someone, they're like, they'll tell you straight out, like, here's what you have to do. Here's what you need to do. And I guess maybe that would be technically a little bit more consulting, but this is what you're supposed to do. Or we ask questions and say, hey, and they find the answer. So where do you fall in that category? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. Yes. I always say, how does this feel for you? Because at the end of the day, my job as a coach is not to tell you what to do. My job as a fantastic coach is to help you figure out what is best for you. What is most in alignment for you? Because what works for me may not work for you. I think one of the cool things about me is like, I literally have clients from insurance to real estate, to online, to farming, to oil and gas, to like, it's just so random the amount of different people that I have. And some are entrepreneurs and some are, you know, not even with me for business, but I actually think that that's like a beautiful thing because it allows me to see all the ways. So there's always a way to yes. And there's always something that works perhaps in one industry that we're not paying attention in a different industry. And so I think it's sometimes nice to look outside of your space to get ideas, but there's always a way to yes. We just have to figure out what is most in alignment to you. And you know, like if I truly do believe every single person has a God-given purpose and responsibility to live that out fully, then you already know my job as a coach is to help you figure out what that is, give you the overhead perspective, and then hold you accountable to actually doing that. That's what I'm the best at. Like I, I can't tell anyone what to do. We have to find out what is best and most in alignment to them and make suggestions. But ultimately the most successful people we have to figure out like what it is for them. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's awesome. I just had a question with my coach. Like, I'm like, Hey, this or this, you know, that decision factor. Right. And I knew I could not move forward until I made this decision. And she goes, let's just pause for a second. And I just don't do that very well. <laughs> to be real honest. I want to like fill all quiet time. I do not pause. Well, I have to force myself to do it. She goes, and I'm like, Oh, like right now she goes, yeah, she knew I won't do it once we got off the call. Yeah. So I literally just like simply paused and closed my eyes and was like, what feels better? And I'm totally a gut reaction decision maker. And I'm like this one. And she's like, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's and it. so I, we need that. We need that reminder. You know, she didn't tell me she wasn't like, yeah, this is when I feel like, and she, she knew like, I mean, I know she knew that's the one I was going to choose based on how I talked about it too. And I love how you said, again, I'm looking at my notes. It's like, what spikes your voice? Like what, like kind of makes your voice go like this. And if you don't know what it is, ask your significant other or ask your child or ask one of your clients or one of your best friends, they're going to tell you what you're most excited about because they can see it all over you. Um, so 
anyways, I love this conversation. This was so great. I need to be interviewing more confidence coaches, I guess, because (laughs) it's such a fun conversation. So we are totally aligned. I love it. So last but not least, if there's like anything that you're like, you know what I would love, I just want to kind of leave people with this last message or last thought, hope, inspiration, whatever that may be. I'll kind of hand the mic back over to you. Yeah. You know what Uh, going, it's kind of actually what you were talking about there, like one decision or the other, Mm -hmm. there's no wrong decision. Indecision is still a decision guys. And Mm -hmm. so if you have a hard time making a decision, make one or the other, there's no wrong decision. You can decide to do something different next time living in that place of fear. And obviously, you know, a lot of this comes from, you know, family and all the things and we have to dive into these things. If that's something that, you know, you struggle with, uh, there's, (laughs) I'm definitely not a therapist. I always say that there's difference between therapy and coaching is therapy. We can find out all of the reasons why, you know, Mm -hmm. we're all fucked up in so many reasons. We all know why, like that's what our therapist is for, but a coach is there to help you take the action to make a different choice. And you can make a decision, like make one decision, at least that's some action. It's getting the ball moving forward, like decision, faith, and action. Those are the three things that will absolutely change your life. You know, at, you know, on my podcast in the intro, I think it says um, at any moment in time, you can decide it's your turn and that's your turn for anything. It's the business, the relationship, the weight loss, the, you know, mindset shift, the kit, whatever it is, but you just have to make a decision. Staying stuck is a miserable place to be. So just make a decision. Yep. So awesome. Absolutely love that. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, thank you to everyone that's listening right now. One of my uh, asks of you is that you leave a review on the podcast. It just really gets the word out more. Let's more eyes, ears, more ears, not eyes uh, on the show. And we will be back uh, just here in a couple of days for the solo show, two podcast episodes every single week for your wonderful enjoyment. Um, And last but not least, if you have not yet downloaded um, the five tips to be more confidently you, you can go grab that over on my website at tinapettis.com. Hope you guys have a great day and bye.